Well, this is just your weekly reminder that we post every Tuesday at 5 p.m. on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube for the full visuals. You can now follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook at Nothing But Controversy. Um, you could also go follow our new YouTube channel called NBC Clips. We post some of our best content content there in like shorter clips. Um, and if you want a link to all of our social media platforms, just go to the link in our bio on our Instagram page for that. This is nothing but controversy. Four guys on a podcast and we're talking about sports. intro song yeah i was gonna say like uh we just want to say a quick shout out to group project uh it's our buddies uh from montreal and they have a great wow. band going they have a couple hit songs and uh they decided to be nice and uh help us make our intro song so uh thank you for that it's super catchy you know four guys on a podcast talking, talking about, about sports. sports are you shaner 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 anyways Absolutely. shout out group project thank you guys and with that being said What's up, guys, and welcome to episode 17 of the Nothing But Controversy podcast. We've done 16 of these now. Crazy. This is crazy. We are officially 157 days away from the start of the 2021 NFL regular season. And before we start, I know we didn't really talk about this, but I just figured I'd bring it up. we got to talk about this national championship game going on today. I know this is going to be posted tomorrow, but... Shaner and I have, well, I have Gonzaga, Shaner has Baylor, and we're living in the same apartment, for those who don't know, so we're just going to be yelling at each other all night, and I'm excited. Basically, the prize for whoever wins is who gets to, <laughs> who gets to uh, make Cam wear Who gets to play want. dress up with Cam, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we started this out, we made our brackets, and we said uh, fourth place has to wear memorabilia of the favorite team of the first place team so at this point it's like if Shane wins I'm not even that mad because I'm gonna have to see Cam wear New York Giants stuff which is hilarious since he's an Eagles fan but I also want to see him wear Alabama gear so it's uh it's 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 kind of mixed motions for me but um listen Jalen Suggs you saved my life Dawson I'd just like you to roll the the clip of me watching that live right now Shoot that shit. Oh! Are you kidding me? Oh my god, what a shot! What a shot! Holy fuck! Holy shit! Oh! Oh my god! Oh! Yeah, uh, that was crazy. Uh, did not expect that to happen. I was full on expecting me to just uh, feel myself taking an L and. Uh, that happened. That was a special moment. Jalen Suggs, what an unbelievable play. I'd also like to give myself a quick pat on the back for locking in second place, even though Illinois lost in the second round. I think, like, not for nothing. Locked in second place, I will absolutely take it. Yeah, listen, uh, we're just playing not to be last here. <laughs> absolutely. So, so, Cam, that's brutal. Now you're just going to have to wait and see who, uh, who <laughs> stuff – just, just for shits, who, who, whose stuff would you rather wear? If you think I'm going to say the Giants here, I'll <laughs> All right, so you'd rather wear, my, you'd rather wear some Alabama gear? 
Oh, man. Alabama oh, is a very, 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 and I can't say very enough here, close second. I absolutely hate everything about Alabama, including the fact that they <laughs> sleep with their cousins. But besides the point, I'm not looking forward to doing anything. At, at least, yeah. Either of these teams. Not a lie told, but at least they're pretty damn good at winning football games. Let me that, and at least Alabama's colors are close to OU. Like Giants and Eagles, it's fucking opposites. Like, he, he, they'll know he's wearing Giants gear. Oh, man. If, if I win, I want to hear Cam say roll tide at least, uh, at least two times. <laughs> I was not going to I'm not saying it. Okay. <laughs> roll tide and who dat? Yeah. Who day? Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's go to our first, uh, our first segment, the segment we start every week with. That's our question of the week. Uh, once again, for the third week in a row, we decided to do two. Um, our first question is, now that free agency is pretty much done, um, who is the best signing and worst signing of the 2021 NFL free agency class, I guess? Yeah. Um, I'll go first. I guess we'll go around with our best, and then we'll go around with our worst. Um, to start with my best, shout out Shaner, Kenny Galladay. That's my, that's my number one for sure. Um, to me, he was probably the best receiver available out of the free agents. Um, and the Giants needed pretty much – I mean, they need a lot of stuff. But the, yeah. one thing they <laughs> needed, the one thing they needed was a true number one guy to throw the ball to, and they got it. Like, this guy is for real. The only reason why people don't know about him is because he plays in Detroit. But uh, now that he's going to be in New York, there's going to be a huge light on him, and maybe, uh, maybe he'll, look Daniel, he'll make Daniel Jones look good. Um, so yeah, there's my, uh, that's my number one. That's the best free agent signing, uh, of 2021 for me. What I like to yeah, hear. I like that one. I like it. I like it. Big shout big shout out to Kenny Galladay and the Giants. I like that signing a lot. Uh, for me, I went like really based on value fit. Like I really kind of jumbled all of that. Uh, and that's John Johnson to the Browns three years, $33 million, really like exactly the price point I expected him to sign at. They, I don't think they overpaid for him really. If you look at, you know, the other safeties in the league making that money, um, I think it was a really, really good signing. If you look at compared to the Jags, they signed uh, Rayshon Jenkins and his AAV is like 9 million. And in my opinion, like they're not in the same league at all. And the fact that they're getting paid like $2 million, obviously, in the grand scheme of things, it's a lot of money. But in NFL contracts, like a $2 million difference, AAV isn't huge. And I think the difference between that is huge. So I think the Browns, obviously the Jags overpaid a bit. But um, but no, I think the Browns got a really good price on him. And then obviously John Johnson put up really, really good numbers on the best defense in the league. So that always, you know, adds something. So I think he'll bring, uh, you know, a lot to the Browns defense, the Browns secondary. I like that. I, I love both. I'm going to go with a little bit off the board. I'm going to go with a team that re-signed a guy, and that's the Bucks re-signing Shaq Barrett. I think that was huge for them. Yeah. He's obviously a major part mm-hmm. of that defense. They put a lot of emphasis on trying to keep him, and they got that deal done. I love it. Little honorable mention to the Eagles signing Anthony Harris. They didn't do a lot. They lost a lot of guys, but I think that's a good signing, and, and hopefully he balls out and they can re-sign him after next year, but yeah, I just wanted to give a little shout out. All right. I appreciate the Kenny Galladay love once again, fellas. 
Uh, I was going to actually put Kenny Galladay, but I didn't want to be biased. So I went with Yannick Ngakwe in Vegas. Uh, Two-year, $26 million deal, which comes up to $13 million a year. And it wasn't – it was – I think it was last year or two years ago, he was asking for like $19 million. So you got him for 13 instead of 19. And I'm not going to say it's not their fault for trading Khalil Mack because it fully is. But ever since they traded him, they've been trying to get a guy who can get sacks consistently throughout uh, games. And he's never had a season where he's had less than eight sacks. So he comes in uh, opposite Max Crosby. Obviously, Clellan Farrell hasn't really worked out too much, but he, he showed some flashes last year. So maybe the three of them can uh, be a little three-headed rotation for, uh, for Vegas in the future. I like that. Yeah. A lot of different ones there. But we'll go to our, our worst free agency signing. Um, Dawson, do you want to go first? Because I know you said you were very passionate. Yeah. I can go. But... I, I, am, I am passionate about it. Um, I'll let you go. I'll let you All go. Right. Um, I just hope maybe, it's not the same as mine. I feel like I'm forgetting someone, but to me, I thought it was obvious. <laughs> like, me, it's Andy Dalton to the Bears. Like, I just thought that was just not a great signing. First of all, I don't know. The Bears, the Bears quarterback situation is an absolute shit show right now. To me, Andy Dalton's, like, not a big upgrade. Maybe it's He's not an upgrade. upgrade. He's not an upgrade. Like, and if you look at what the Bills paid for Trubisky, it yeah. doesn't make sense. Well, I, it's not even that. It's like they have Nick Foles too, right? Like, yeah, but but if you're looking at like who has not the most value but the most upside of the three quarterbacks, Trubisky probably has the most upside because he's yeah. the youngest. Yeah, and, and he's like somehow he making... terrible last year. Like when he came back in no. after getting benched, he played great. I thought he played fine. Not to well, mention, let's, well, not, let's not act like there was no issues between him and and Matt Nagy yeah. and that offense. Like, yeah. No. Okay. No, no, I'm not saying. Yeah, okay, he came in a couple good games, but the consistency is nowhere near what they needed to be. And I, I like, I, I agree that Buffalo got uh, Trubisky on a on a really team friendly deal. Obviously, he's coming in to be a backup, no doubt. Yeah. But there was no way he was staying in Chicago. There was no way that he, they were keeping him. No chance. I'm I'm not arguing with that. What I'm saying is that Dalton, that Dalton getting signed there, just yeah. Let's not act like, like Andy Dalton. Doing, was yeah, like no, no, no. I'm not saying Andy Dalton was the right no. move. I I completely agree with you. But I'm just saying if if we think like there was any way that Trubisky was staying in Chicago, there we're just wrong. There's no way. Yeah, yeah. I agree. All right, I'm gonna go and like Matt said, I'm I'm fairly passionate about this one. Okay, and when I looked at this guy's contract, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense, kind of. And then I looked at his stats, and I looked at who he's getting paid more than. Okay, Nelson Aguilar, making two years, $22 million, okay? Making $11 million a year, okay? Nelson Aguilar has never had more than 900 yards receiving. He's never been a 1,000-yard receiver. He's never had more than 70 catches in a season. I think his top is like 67 catches or something like that. Okay. I'm going to read you guys a list of people currently making this year, making less money than uh, Nelson Aguilar. And tell me if there's anyone on this list that Nelson Aguilar is better than Tyler Boyd. No. Will Fuller. No. Tyler Lockett. No. T Y Hilton. No. Juju. No. Julian Edelman. No, um, no. Marvin Jones. No. Mm. Bobby Anderson. Mm. No. Devontae Parker. 
No, Tyler none of them are better. Wait, wait, wait. Didn't Tyler Lockett just sign a huge extension? But for like his his yeah, cost this year is less than yeah, right, right. effective. But like, come on, for a guy who's never had a thousand yard season, never had more than sixty seven catches. Like, I, 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 obviously he came in and he was a deep threat last year on the Raiders, but like, I don't know. Like, that's a lot of money for a guy that's never been that great and if you look at like the cost of these receivers that i just mentioned a lot of which just resigned like fuller ty all those like i think like that can't be like no chance that was a good like no chance that's a good contract i don't know maybe maybe i'm crazy maybe i'm crazy but the only thing i say to that is like you're gonna overpay in free agency it's not like agler shit like he's not like he's good like to me, that's me telling that telling them telling Aguilar that he's their guy, that they're gonna ride with him and be the number one receiver. I'm not saying it's right. Yeah. The way they're paying him right now, that's them looking at him and saying you're our number one guy going forward. Right. Which, what? Again, and, and, and I'm not saying. If you look at the guy who's who's the guys who signed this year for less, like Will Fuller, why couldn't they offer Will Fuller 11 million dollars? Like it's New England. It's not like it's like it's the storied franchise. It's Bill Belichick. Like. Why couldn't you offer, you know, Marvin Jones that much? Or like, I don't, I don't get why they offered Nelson Aguilar. We can't sit here and say that they didn't offer them that. Much. No, I know, I know, I know, I get that, but I don't know. We'll see, we'll see how it plays out. But I didn't like it at all. I find they overpaid big time. I think the Patriots had a real issue with the receiver, like especially not like looking to kill Harry. Nothing. They signed Philip Dorsett a couple of years ago. He didn't really do much. Marquise League opted out or whatever happened to him. So they've had issues. I think Aguilar is at least going to come in and be somewhat consistent. I think he'll, he'll fit well in that offense. But I, yeah. I do agree. Like, I'm, I'm happy he's not with the Eagles making $11 million a year. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I'm going to go with Shaquille Griffin. I, I love that guy. But for him to be making almost $14 million a year to go to Jacksonville, I, I don't like it. I know it's a three-year contract, so – and Jacksonville is obviously in a spot that they they had to pay a guy big money. Um, but I, I don't really see the value there. Uh, another guy, Matt, I'm sorry about this, but Trey Hendrickson getting 15 mil a year. I think that's a big reach by Cincinnati. He had a great year last year, don't get me wrong. But we've seen the numbers. Like a, a lot of stuff came out about it being like free sacks almost where he goes unblocked. I think there were, he had like five of those. So I agree. So yeah, I hope it works out for him in Cincinnati. But. I think that's a big overpay, and I, I think agree completely. In four years. I agree completely, Cam. Don't I worry had, about me. I had Trey Hendrickson also. Um, before last year, he had six and a half sacks in three years. So he has twenty career sacks, and you just get in four years he has twenty career sacks, and you just gave him fifteen million dollars for the next four years. That's wild. That's that's all I have to say. Yeah. And it's not like he's playing alongside Cam Jordan anymore. That's what I was gonna say. Well, like Cam Jordan definitely. You know, like, they brought him in to be to be their guy. Like like yeah. Shaq Lawson's gone too. Shaq Lawson left. To me, that's not an upgrade. He's not an upgrade over Shaq Lawson. No, they lost Carlos Dunlap last year. Like it. Uh, we'll I, see. I, I don't know how much Shaq Lawson's making, but I don't think it's fifteen million dollars. No. All right. Well, let's, there's no use getting mad about it. Vaughn, <laughs> I said we had two questions. We'll go to the second one. And on Saturday, the first trailer for the Space Jam, A New Legacy, came out, starring LeBron James. 
And uh, there's obviously going to be discussions on, like, which one's better, LeBron or Jordan, which movie's going to be better. We're not going to get into that. What we're going to get into is, like, a different kind of idea where we said if they made a football version of Space Jam, who would you want as a star and who would you want as the villains? I'll start. I, we all kind of took it in, like, different ways, but, like, I feel like Brady has to be the star. <laughs> like, he's the goat. He's the guy, you know? If you wanted mm-hmm. to make it a modern version, I guess you could put, like, Patrick Mahomes. But, I don't know, I would put Brady uh, as the villains. I, I kind of made, like, I, I put, like, a little bit of offense, a little bit of defense, too. I put Peyton Manning as the QB on the villain, on the villain team. I just feel like Peyton Manning would just be perfect for that. I don't know why. Um, Julio Jones and Calvin Johnson as the receivers. Yeah. Two absolute monsters. Derrick yeah. Henry as a running back, an absolute monster. Mm-hmm. And Rob Gronkowski as the tight end, an absolute monster. Yeah. That's a team you don't want to go against, you know? Um, I, I, I threw that out there, and I was like, oh, Doss is like, oh, I'm doing defense. I'm like, you know what? Just like to throw in some defense. Just like, I said, I'm going to put Aaron Donald and J.J. Watt on the D-line. And I'll put the Legion of Boom as the as the defense. I like that. Because that's a defense you just did not want to go against. They were super hard-hitting, a crazy good defense. So I feel like that'd be a, a good team for uh, for Tom Brady and the Looney Tunes to take down. I like that. I like that. So I kind of went with the modern version, like you said. My, my superstar, my superhero is Pat Mahomes. I think – like, I, I was thinking, like, oh, Lamar Jackson, and then, like, I've seen Lamar Jackson do interviews, and I'm like, there's no way this guy can do a full movie. Like, there's no way he can speak a full movie. Like, <laughs> so I have Patrick Mahomes in there. He, like, he speaks well. Like, he's a good guy, you know, hero persona. Sounds like Kermit the Frog. What's that? Yeah, Kermit, like the, Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog. And then on my defense, so I didn't, I didn't do receivers and stuff like that. I just – who is Pat Mahomes and Bugs Bunny going up against the, on defense? Who are they lining up against? Okay, and like Matt, on my D-line, I have Aaron Donald and J.J. Watt, two just mean-looking motherfuckers just, like, mess up the Tasmanian devil, all that. Um, at DB, I have Jalen Ramsey. He's just, like, his whole career, he's kind of taken on this, like, bad guy persona, this villain persona, which I, I love. Like, and he would just be sick in the movie. Um, at safety, I have Cam Chancellor, like Matt, Legion of Boom, but I, I just narrowed in on Cam. I don't know. He's just Hardest mean. Hitter, I, I think of seen, mean yeah. and scary. Yeah, absolutely. And then at middle linebacker, we got Vontaze Perfect. She's coming oh, in to wow. absolutely step on fingers and you know, deliver dirty shots and things like that. He's going he's gonna to be the one that sends Pat Mahomes out and puts the backup QB in, and then Pat Mahomes comes in and saves the day. Vontaze Perfect is just going to be that dirty guy that does all the dirty work for, uh, for the Monstars. So that is my squad and the defense. Before, before Cam goes, I just want to say, I feel like any team with the Looney Tunes would just be unfair. You just put the roadrunner at running back, and he's going to score like 60 touchdowns a game. Absolutely. <laughs> Until Cam Chancellor takes out its fucking knees. <laughs> All right, Dawson, Dawson's a bit of a hater, but I actually did go with uh, Lamar Jackson. Oh. I think he would just have, like, that cool character. You know, he's, like, flashy and stuff. Um, I do think he would need a little bit of, like, a voice coach or an acting coach because he definitely, he definitely comes <laughs> off a little, like, goofy, you know. But, uh, but I would like to see him as, like, a superstar thing. I also figured you'd say Patty Mahomes. So I want to be a little bit different. Um, I have Vontez Perfect on my D-line, uh, on my defense. 
I have Aaron Donald there as well with Khalil Mack, uh, yeah, Jalen Ramsey Mack. also. And then, yeah. to, to I know you'll love this one, my main guy on D is going to be Darius Leonard. He's going to be like heading the, head the villain squad. Try to keep oh, it all man. like modern guys, the younger guys. I like it. Except Vontez perfect. But that guy is – Also, just, can't you just – so yeah, can't you just picture Belichick being the coach of the Monstars, just like hood <laughs> up, not talking to anyone, fucking yelling at uh, whoever if they mess up? Oh, actually, I actually had Bill O'Brien in mind more. Oh God, <laughs> you think Bill O'Brien could build that squad? No chance. I don't think he could build any squad. Bill O'Brien no, would pick Andy Dalton as a starting quarterback <laughs> for the Monstars. Oh man. All right, um, I went with. Deshaun Watson and the Monstars are just the Houston Texans. That's all it is. It's just his team, and he just needs to get out of there. Oh fuck! He's That's the good. front office of the Houston Texans for the Monstars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that cut this segment shorter than I thought. <laughs> oh, Brian leads the team. I like it. I kind of like it. That does it. <laughs> <laughs> Next segment. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's move on to our second segment, the segment we do every week. That's our bold prediction of the week. So this week, Eric Stahl makes his Montreal Canadian debut. Uh, my bold prediction is that he will score a hat trick this week for the Habs. Wow. They play four games. Let's see it happen. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Eric Stone. He is playing between Drew and Anderson, so. Well, that's definitely doable. Hmm. Okay. On Wednesday, April 7th, the New Orleans Pelicans play the Brooklyn Nets. I have New Orleans beating the Nets and Zion scoring over 30. That is my bold prediction of the week. Shout out to Zion. He's really coming around on me. I, I'm starting to think this guy is going to be a star. I think he already is one. Well, yeah, but like a superstar. After a tough Habs loss on Saturday night to the Sens, they need to bounce back this week. They're going to sweep the Jets, go 2-0 against them. I think they're playing Thursday and Saturday or Tuesday and Saturday. I don't know what it is, but they're going to sweep them. Hello, Buck. The Habs have an answer for him. I, I have a feeling. They're going to drop 15 goals in those two games. Jeez. That's not part of it, though. I'm just kidding. <laughs> they're they're going to win both games. Okay. I like it. All right. The trade deadline is next Monday. I'm saying after the trade deadline, either Philip Deneau or Thomas Tatar will no longer be a hab. Okay. They're not gonna, they can't re-sign both of them, so might as well get something for one of them. Who would you rather they trade? Uh, Tatar. Really? Yeah. You could get a lot more for Tatar than you can okay. for Deneau, I think. Yeah. Agreed. Like, it depends. It depends what, like, now that they got stall, like, they can make Deneau available because they have that that other center. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I was going to say just Tatar, but then I thought about stall coming in. So, they could technically trade Deneau. Okay. I like it. I like it. Definitely bold. Definitely. All right. Let's move on to our next segment. And that's a segment we debuted a couple of weeks ago. And it's a little segment we like to call Trade Center. (music) 
So for those who don't know, Trade Center was just uh, a segment we came up with to come up with like mock trades uh, if like rumors started coming around or whatever. But next Monday, uh, before we get to film again, is actually the, the trade deadline in the NHL. So we decided to pick one player uh, to make a trade for. And uh, that's a guy who's had a bunch of rumors. We have a trade. We have a trade. Sam Darnold to the Carolina Panthers. Whoa. For a sixth, a second, and a fourth. That's a very random order you read the draft picks. It's because the second and the fourth are in 2022. The sixth is oh, this year. Oh, shit. Wow. Zach Wilson time in New York, ladies and gentlemen. Freaking Bridgewater and Sam Darnold. We got a little QB comp there. All right. Let's, uh, let's go on to Trade Center. Speaking of trades. Jeez. Uh, let, let's perfect, go perfect time to announce that trade, I guess. Perfect segue. Perfect yeah, segue. That's, uh, Shane, I, I have a bit of concerns of how much you're on your phone if you, if you pick that up right away, but we'll talk about that after in HR. Anyway, that's fine. Uh-huh. All right. I'm basically Adam Schefter. I have to tweet it for him, you know? That's true. That's true. Adam Shaner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who are we trading this week? Yeah. So uh, there's been a lot of rumors that Taylor Hall is going to get traded from the Buffalo Sabres. Um, and I would just like to propose my trade. Um, it's going to get traded to the Boston Bruins. Boston Bruins have a lot of cap space. They do. And uh, I saw a mock trade saying that they were going to trade Anders Bjork a first oh, and a fifth for Taylor Hall. I think that's an overpay, but it's def. I mean, you're going to have to overpay to get a guy at the deadline uh, to try to make a cup run. So, listen, if I'm Buffalo, I would take that. Taylor Hall has not been producing. <clears throat> Anders Bjork is a guy who's up and coming. Um, I, I would see it happen. That's my, uh, that's my proposed trade. I would take that if I was uh, New-, New Jersey, Buffalo. I would take that and run if I was Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think there's a doubt about that. I don't think Taylor Hall is going to re-sign wherever he gets traded to, though. I think he's going to make – well, we'll see. We'll see what happens after, like, wherever he goes and then how he produces. But I, I he's going to – he might get some big money on the market in the summer. All right. I have Taylor Hall going back to the team that drafted him, the Edmonton Oilers. I have – the Oilers sending a first, a fourth, and James Neal to the Sabres for Taylor Hall, who retained 25% of his salary, and a fifth. That's very my complex. trade. It's a very yeah, complex yeah. trade. It is a very – I put a lot of thought into this one. Honestly, I think it's a win-win for both squads. That's a good trade then. Yeah. I like yeah, it. I like it. Salary retention, not going to be an issue for Buffalo at all. Like It's, it's a one-year uh-huh. deal. They won't care. He obviously needs to get out of there. He's going to bring them back some decent value. I like that trade. Remember when James Neal was fucking good? Disgusting, yeah. Yeah. Like, I think he's only had one year in his career where he hasn't scored 20 goals. That's wild. Except yeah, for, like, very... last year. I don't think he scored 20. I think he scored 19 because the season was cut short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is my trade. And I'm glad you like it because the last time we did this, you guys didn't like my trade, so – I went with a team yeah, that I'm really liking this year, kind of out of nowhere. Taylor Hall is going to be traded to to the Florida Panthers. I think he'd play really well alongside Huberto or Barkov. It helped the power play a little bit. And also, Florida just signed a goalie. Buffalo needs goaltending. So I'm going to say Dreger 
or Spencer Knight. Obviously, they don't want to get rid of Spen- like trade Spencer Knight this early, right after signing his his ELC. I don't think he would be the guy to go. But let's say Drew Jr. in a second, just for straight up for Taylor Hall. If I'm Buffalo and Florida call if, and I call Florida, no, I said that wrong. If I'm Florida <laughs> and Buffalo calls and says I want Spencer Knight, that would be the fastest phone call hang up I anybody would ever have. There's no way you can get Spencer Knight for Taylor Hall. So I said Dreger. The trade you brought up this year. Yeah, Dreger. Second and Dreger is a good thing. Yeah, I like it. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know who that other goalie is, so I'm just going to say yes. <laughs> I did, I did yeah. not know who he was either. I, I'm not even going to – I don't think any of us did before the season started, but he came in and played pretty well. He's been, he's been all right for Florida. And Buffalo's goaltending has been lackluster, to say the least, so – Listen, if Buffalo can get a, a decent goaltender in any trade, I think uh, I think it's a good one for them. All right. Honestly, my first option was to send him back to Edmonton. But then I remembered Edmonton's prospects. And to me, any time that Buffalo does not get a defenseman in this trade, they made a mistake. Because their decor is horrible. So, Ken Holland's not dumb enough to trade either, either Evan Bouchard or Philip Broberg. So I'm sending Taylor Hall to Colorado Ooh. for their second round pick and defensive prospect, Connor Timmins, a right shot defenseman. He's going to be a top four guy. I didn't put in a first rounder because I think any team that gives a first rounder for Hall is an overpay this year, just the way he's playing. Unless it's just a first rounder. Like if you just give up a first rounder for Hall, then that's fine. But giving a prospect and a first rounder, I think is, is a huge overpayment the way he's been playing this year. And I know he's in Buffalo, but he's still playing with Jack Eichel. Yeah. I also don't know this prospect, so I am also just going to say yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm running with it. Like, Darlene has not looked like uh, uh, what they thought he would be or what anyone thought he would be, I don't think. Rissalainen's all right. Like, I mean, he's, he's, he's a solid guy for sure, but they, they definitely need another guy so I'm taking that 100%. I saw something that it was like Darlene is going to go down as the worst first overall pick in this like in this decade. And it wouldn't surprise me. He had so much hype too. I was like very excited to see well, this he guy. He played at what 16 in the World Juniors, 16, yeah. 17. I think he yeah. played like 3 years at the World Juniors. Yeah, and and he was good too like he, he, he looked pretty well. But, but uh yeah, no. Definitely hasn't lived up to it. Who was the two? It was Fetch, right? Fetch and Kov went two, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Kalkin Yami yeah, and then Brady Kachuk. Yeah. Dude, Kachuk's so freaking good, man. He's so good. Anyways. That it's was it. Like, yeah, but for these for these trades, it's tough because, like, almost everything in these situations, like the Deshaun one we did a few weeks ago, like, you kind of have to say yes. Like, we're not bringing garbage trades to the table. Like, you got to say yes, though. Yeah. I liked all the trades you guys brought. But we, I feel like we all had pretty good. I don't. If I was Buffalo, I don't know if I would give up a first and Anders Bjork. But other, like, I don't. I feel like they still would. Like, it's still definitely a possibility. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. This, we can't. We can't do this segment like Shane or on the sticks. You know, this guy. This guy's like, how can we get Jonathan Huberto? Offers like a first. Offers <laughs> a first and a second. First and a third. Just keeps getting rejected. All right, all right we're not getting Huberto. <laughs> But, <laughs> all right, the GM doesn't want to talk to me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <Lock my number. laughs> 
Anyways, that was it for Trade Center. Let's move on to a segment that we've done a lot, but we haven't done for a couple of weeks now. That's this or that. So like a, a couple of past times, we decided to post polls on our Instagram story so you guys could play this or that with us. I would just um, like to say before you before you continue, you guys came out in numbers. This was great interaction on these. We got a lot of uh, a lot of you guys voting on this, so thank you guys for that. Yeah, um, this week we got four. Um, it's all NHL players, and it's just I don't know. I, who would you rather? Who's the better player? It's kind of the same deal, right? Um, so yeah, first one: uh, Leon Drysital or Austin Matthews. Leon Dreisaitl got 30% of the votes, while Austin Matthews got 70% of the votes. Not going to lie, I thought it was going to be closer. But it is what it is. Anyways, you guys have your papers ready? Because I'm ready. All right. Oh, we're doing papers? I thought we were – oh, I don't have my papers. Okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll just, just just say it, I guess. All right, uh, Austin Matthews. Yeah, okay, I have Matthews. Yeah, I, I didn't write it on a paper either, but, yeah, I have Austin Matthews as well. All right, so all four of us have Austin Matthews. And all I got to say is – Honestly, pretty much all four of these were, like, almost a toss-up. Almost. But, like, this one, it's just – I see Leon Dreisaitl as a better playmaker. I see Austin Matthews as a better scorer. But I see Austin Matthews as a better defender. And that's where it, like, went over, like, went over the edge for me. And it was, it, it was kind of a no-brainer. <laughs> you know, like, uh, Leon Dreisaitl is very good. But I think Austin Matthews is better. And I'd rather him on my team right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you get the same effect as being, like, the second wide receiver on a team with, like, Julio or something like that as you do, like, in the NHL. But there's obviously some benefit to playing with Connor McDavid in terms of, you know, the matchups you face and things like that. So, obviously, if, like, if Austin Matthews played with Connor McDavid, he'd probably score 85 goals a year. So, um, I, I have Austin Matthews, but, again, not taking anything away from Dreisaitl. I just – Austin Matthews is – an generational goal scorer and i think he's very exciting to watch not again not that leon isn't but i would just take austin matthews if i was starting a team fresh with one of them yeah no i like uh, i like drive a lot i didn't have to think about this one too 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 much i mean like austin matthews is the leader of this next wave of goal scorers that that we're seeing in this in the nhl so like, you can't pass up 50 goals a year consistently, no matter what. Like, Jarsaddle's done that as well, but there's no uh, – Austin Matthews is going to do it every single year almost. Like, barring injury or something crazy, he's going to get – he's going to get you 50 goals. So, mm-hmm. didn't have to think I'd just it. like to say Shane has been, like I, – I think he's very opinionated on this question because he's been nodding and shaking his head this whole time. Yeah, okay. Austin Matthews has far surpassed anybody as the second best hockey player in the NHL right now. It's not even close. Him and Matthews, him and McDavid are so far ahead of everybody else. It's crazy. So, to me, it wasn't even a debate. It's not close. Like, draft title, yeah, he's a good player. He's top five in the NHL. But there's such a big distance of McDavid, Matthews, and then whoever you want to put three, four, five. Um, Also, another thing I'm going to say that people are going to get very upset about is – the distance between McDavid and Matthews is not as far as people think it is. McDavid's electric. McDavid's a way more electric player. Don't get me wrong. But Matthews is better, way better defensively. And his career face-off percentage as a center, keep in mind they're both centers, 
first line centers in the National Hockey League, his career faceoff percentage is 7% higher than McDavid's is. I don't think you guys realize how high 7% is. Like almost 10. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Dawson. <laughs> but it's not like McDavid, yeah, he's more flashy. But Matthews is he's the better goal scorer. It's not close. McDavid's just more he's quicker, he's more electric. But what Matthews brings to your team is not that far from what McDavid brings to his team. Yeah, I thought I thought Shane looked excited before. Matt was summoning demons I'm not, no, with those I'm not, looks. I'm saying I, McDavid is still better than him. McDavid is fully still better than him. But Matt I, I, is not as far as everybody says it is. I disagree. I could see that. Let's hear it then. I don't have a lot to say. McDavid is just so much better than everyone else. Like, I, 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 how many times am I going to have to come on this freaking podcast and say it? Like, there's He's no- more electric. I'm, that's what I'm saying. But watch them both play hockey. If Matthews – <laughs> It's not like I don't. No, I'm, like you could put their tapes next to each other and they could do the exact same thing. It's that Matthews isn't as fast. And he's not as creative, I guess. Matt, what do you think about him saying Austin Matthews is the bona fide number two and no one's close? I can't, I can't really argue with it. I mean, at the start of the year, I would have said it was Nathan McKinnon, but he hasn't had a great year. Yeah, Austin Matthews is playing out of his mind right now. But okay. uh, I think it's, uh, it's like one, two, and three. We got a, we got a big gap between one and between one and anyone. That's all I gotta say. Connor McDangles, Connor McJesus. He's a god. He's literally <laughs> he's literally a god. For this me, guy. it's like Austin Matthews' mustache is gross. <laughs> that, that, that's all it is for me. Like they could be the exact same hockey player, and Austin Matthews' mustache sucks. So I would just put. Connor he also plays for Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he also plays for It hurts. It hurts that they have one of the best players in the NHL. And yeah, I agree. Yeah. Number two and and number three is not close to him. So yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't have much to say about that. I guess. The only thing that I could say is it's exciting for hockey because one's Canadian and one's American. So, you know, when they play against each other, both countries, it's going to be exciting. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Let's move on to our second uh, little comparison here. And uh, the question was Miko Rantanen or Jonathan Huberto? Uh, Miko Rantanen getting 42% of the votes while Huberto getting 58. Um, maybe this is bias. Um, I had Huberto. Yeah. All right, so we got every. Yeah. You had all right, so all four, of us, all four of us had Huberto, so we're riding with the public. Um, I don't know. I, you kind of said it like I feel like Miko Rantanen has like I'm not taking anything away from him, but I feel like he also has benefited from playing on a line with unbelievable talent. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Jonathan Huberto does does play with uh, with Barkov, but. Uh, <laughs> Like, it's not, Barkov's no Nathan McKinnon. Like, let's be real. Um, I don't know. Jonathan Huberto, I, I, I have him on the first line of Team Canada with McKinnon and McDavid. Um, not saying he's the third best player on that team, but I just see him being there. I see him making the team for sure. I've, I've always liked Huberto. Um, but, yeah, it was – honestly, it wasn't really close for me. Uh, but Miko Rantanen's really good. I've, I've always liked him too, actually. Yeah, I really don't have anything valuable to add. So I'm not going to speak. I'm going to pass the mic to Cam. I, I, I just like – I like Hubert's playmaking ability. Like, he's just he's, – he's that flashy guy, you know. Um, 
and and he's he's helping Florida a lot right now. I feel like like Mika Rannan's top five in in goals, I believe. I think he's fourth in the league right now. I could be wrong, but he's he's definitely up there. He's putting pucks in the back of the net. Um, so I like them both. This one was probably the biggest toss up of the four for me. I feel like they're they're very similar in value, but I'm going with Huberto. Yeah, I went Huberto also, and uh, it's pretty simple. Jonathan Huberto did not play in Florida. A lot more people would know how good he is. No one really watches Florida because no one gives a shit about Florida. So, like, I don't think it's that close, this one either. Like, nothing to take away from Rantanen, but Huberto's just more, like, he's more fun to watch, too, as a fan. And I think, like, like we've seen Rantanen off of McKinnon's line, and he, he can't drive the offense the way that Huberto does. And not for nothing, Florida just moved into first place overall in the league. Shout out to Florida. I care about you, even though Shane said people don't. No one cares about them. I do. One thing I'm going to say, though, is I'm pissed you guys changed your logo because I love that old Florida Panthers logo. They changed mm-hmm. it. I think it looks so much worse than, than the old one. I like their uniforms, like the colorway. I like how that changed, but I don't like how the logo changed. Speaking of terrible logos, I saw this the other day. The Milwaukee Brewers probably have the worst logo in sports. It's a glove with a baseball in it. And it's awful colors. It's horrible. Yeah. Okay, next. Okay. Um, we'll go to our third one. And uh, it's Artemi Panarin or David Pasternak. Panarin getting 37% of the votes. Pasternak getting 63 we all know where Cam's going with this one. <laughs> Maybe I'll surprise uh, you guys. All I got to say is I'm riding with the public, David Pasternak. Oh, Ooh, interesting. Ooh. Cam, and Sh- Cam and Dawson both went with Pasta, and Shaner went with Panarin. Um, I don't have much to say. I think they're both really, really good, but <clears throat> I've just always loved Pasternak, and I think he's an unbelievable talent. Not, that, not saying that Panarin isn't. A passion act putting pucks in the, in the net, uh, I don't know. It does something to me. It gets me going. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, again, not much value to add in, in my comment here, but uh, great goal scorer. Does play for the Bruins, so that, that does take some away, but Panarin also plays for the Rangers, and it's fuck the Rangers. So, um, But Pasternak, uh, he wore cool sunglasses during the outdoor game this year, and uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. And you can score goals. So that's why I picked you. Okay, so I lied when I said this was like the last one was the biggest toss-up. Uh, this one was definitely the biggest. Yeah, I was gonna toss-up. say <laughs> this one was definitely the biggest toss-up for me. Um, I don't like you for making me have to choose between both. Look, I think Pasternak. I think look, I love Pasternak. He has great ability. He's he has all the talent in the world. I do think he benefits from playing with. I think that Marchand Bergeron. Uh, Pass a line is, is arguably the best in the NHL. So he's definitely benefiting from the chemistry that they have. But at the end of the day, like he's just he is a superstar. Panarin's playmaking ability though, almost second to none. Uh I this was really hard for me. I don't know. I just think I value what Pasternak brings to the table. He's he, again a really good power play guy too. You, you can't go wrong with that. So uh 
hard choice. I don't even – there's just too much to say about both of them about, and why, why I love both of them, but I'm going to go with Pasta. This one was, was hard. I'm not going to lie. It's super close. I don't remember. What did you say the vote was? What was the fan vote or whatever? 37-63, Pasternak. It's a lot closer than that. Uh, the reason I took Panarin, though, is because I think he makes – not to say Pasternak doesn't make his teammates better, but I think Panarin makes his teammates better than Pasternak makes his teammates. I don't know if that makes sense. I agree with that. Yeah, it makes I agree. perfect sense. So, and I would, like, you're in the NHL. Everybody can score in the NHL. I think it's harder to be a playmaker in the NHL and be, like, a, an elite playmaker <clears throat> than just some guy. Like, Pasternak's shot, don't get me wrong, he scores a lot of goals by himself because of his shot. But there's also a lot of guys that can go to the net with their stick down like Brandon Gallagher does and score 30 goals every year. There's not a lot of guys that can get the puck to their tape for them to put it in the back of the net like Panarin does. Fair enough. Let's move on to our last one. And, uh, we got a couple of defensemen here. We've got Alex Petrangelo and John Carlson. Petrangelo getting 36% of the votes while John Carlson got 64. And this is, uh, this is the only one where I faded the public. And I went with Petrangelo. Okay, uh, thank God. Shane. Okay, so sh everyone else went with John Carlson. This was the hardest one for me, um, but I don't know. <laughs> to me, like, I think they're both talented offensively and defensively. Uh, to me, it just came down to size and uh, the fact that I love playing with Petrangelo in the NHL. <laughs> I mean, John Carlson's initials are JC, Jesus Christ. So I had to pick him. Um, when, when, when you don't have that much hockey knowledge, you break it down to the smallest things, like, like the glasses he wore or his initials. Um, so I'm going to let Cam and Shane take the floor as to why I chose him. Um, but yeah, John Carlson. I like Petrangelo a lot though. Like I, it, 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 again, it's hard to choose between like all, all these like picks were kind of tough because they're all like elite players in, in the NHL. But I like what John Carlson does. He's, he's offensively. He's, he's always been at least in the top five, if not the top three among offensive defensemen since he came into the league. And he'll shut you down in his own end. He's great on the power play. He honestly could I feel like he could almost play forward in this league. So I've watched him since he was in the World Juniors. He he lit it up like insane. And then he's been a foundational piece for Washington. Obviously a big part of their cup run. So I like it. I like Carlson a lot a lot more. But hat off to, to Pachanzo. He's a good guy. Nice guy. Um this one kind of connects with like what I said before, Matthews, McDavid. Both of them are going to be their number one defenseman for their country, the States and Canada. Uh, so, I mean, that's also exciting. Uh, but to me, it just came down to Car John Carlson is in the Norris conversation every single year. Like, yeah, Petrangelo's like top five or whatever, but Carlson's always a finalist. Like, he's always – one of the first guys people think about. And to me, he's the second best defenseman in the NHL right now behind Victor Hedman. Um, it hurts to have to ride by an American when there's a Canadian on the board here, but I have to choose him. Um, to me, it's it's a lot closer than people give Petrangelo credit for, though. Yeah, I'm not mad that you guys picked Carlson, though. That's for sure. But anyways, that does it for this or that. Uh, stay tuned and look out for our Instagram stories for, uh, for the next time we do this or that. You could vote on our polls and uh, 
you could be a deciding factor on uh, where the where the public fades. Absolutely. But anyways, let's move on to our next segment, and it's Shaner's favorite segment, and that's change your name. All right, so for this week's change your name, we decided to go with another football team. That's the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, the reason I, I wanted to do the Raiders is because I always thought the Raiders just, like, was a part of Oakland, you know? Like, when they moved to Vegas, I would have rather them change their name. That's why Las Vegas. I'd rather you change your name from the Raiders. Um, my name, I'm actually going to kind of do, like, with the NHL, or I'm going to change it to just Vegas, not have – I don't know. I like how they call it like the Vegas Golden Knights, not the Las Vegas Golden Knights. So I'm doing the Vegas Royalty. That's the team. I feel like uh, could get like a crown going or something as the logo. But uh, yeah, it's uh, change your name to that. I can't say I like it. I'm not gonna lie, and and right. I'm in no position to talk because my name sucks too. And my name is the Las Vegas Degenerates. Okay, I've been to Vegas. I went to Vegas uh, September 2019, and let me tell you, it's full of them. There's a lot of, like, you wouldn't believe just walking through any random casino, how many people are losing thousands, tens of thousands, $50,000 on hands of fucking blackjack and shit. It's, it's bad. Um, so, yeah, the Las Vegas Degenerates is, is my team name. I, I will... I'll be shocked at the day we have an NFL team called the Degenerates, but <laughs> I'll leave, leave the obvious for the people listening at home. I went with a little Vegas tie-in, a little casino tie-in as well. Uh, the Las Vegas Aces. Didn't really want to change the Raiders' name, to be honest, but I feel like Aces is fitting. So is that, not, is that the WNBA team? Aren't they named that? There is, there is a couple of pro sports teams called the Aces, I believe. No, but I think there's in the WNBA there's the Las Vegas Aces. I could be I completely think so too. I could be completely well now you know it's a good name, Cam. Fair enough. Las I mean Vegas. the only the only Aces team name I know is some random youth football team in Montreal with purple uniforms. The Las Vegas Aces are an American professional basketball team based in Las Vegas Metropolitan Arena. The That's Aces terrible. compete in the Western Conference of the Women's National Basketball Association and play their home games at the Michelob Ultra Arena. Ooh in Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino. Their head coach is Bill Lambeer. Okay. And they have one retired jersey number, number 25. Well, thanks for uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I don't see why we had to change their name. This is the stupidest thing ever. It doesn't make sense why we had to do this. You can't say this every single time. Every I single time. It because we didn't have to change it. It's not like they have a bad name. Like, the Browns is stupid. But I don't see how the Raiders is a bad enough name to have to change it. It's it's because, like Matt said, he associates it with Oakland. They should change it. Oh, the Oakland Raiders, like, all right. So you associated with Oakland, but weren't they the Los Angeles Raiders at their start? Shane, we're already here. You oh, might as well play. Funny. You you can't associate something with someone that they didn't even start all right. there. All right. Don't tell anyways. me what to do. Anyways, okay. So I'm not doing this segment because you can't tell me what to do. Oh my based god. On Matt's, based on Matt's. Okay. Uh, Let's yeah, keep anyways. a tracker now. This is two that Shane segments that Shane has completely cheated in. What was the last one? Well, you the the the, the Space Jam one. Oh, I didn't cheat. Okay, carry on. Let's hear this it. This one. Okay, I named them the Las Vegas. Wow, Las Vegas Gamblers. 
I like it. I, I, I don't know if, well, I, I call them the degenerates, so I can't speak, but. I was thinking of, uh, of like a gambling like name. And the only like thing that would came across my mind was like the Vegas Blackjacks. Maybe that's better. <laughs> the Vegas Royal but, Flush. <laughs> okay. But anyways, uh, let's move on to our next segment. And it's uh, kind of becoming everyone's uh, favorite segment here. Shane absolutely awesome. dominates it. And it's called NBC Trivia. I would just like to, before Shane Matt introduces anyone... I am getting, this is my lock of the week. I'm getting my first win today. I am getting my first win. I did homework. I did, I trained this week. I looked up sports trivia questions. I trained myself. I had cue cards. I'm ready. Interesting. If you lose after admitting all that, yeah. that's <laughs> pretty bad. You have to retire. Okay, so you should have said that after you. Yeah. <laughs> and you do the editing, so I don't want you to edit it halfway through because you love Okay, okay, okay. Well, my name is Matthew Fraser Campbell, and I am your host of NBC Trivia. I would just like to welcome back the reigning and defending champion, Mr. Shane O'Donnell. Uh, now a four-time winner. Uh, four out of five times we've done this, he's won. I hear now. that, and it makes me cringe. Which is kind of crazy when you think about it. But uh, like every, uh, every week, we got three NFL questions, three NHL questions, and three NBA questions in that order with a tiebreaker question, if necessary. Um, to start it off, we're going to start with NFL and it's just three questions about college, um, about NFL players and where they went to college. So first one, very, fairly easy. Where did Peyton Manning play college football? There is your scoreboard. It's nice and uh, homemade here. I don't really know how to spell, so hold up. That means you probably got it right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two ends. Two. Hold up. I'm just trying to get. Wait, wait, wait. I'm just trying to get my marker up. Okay. Two ends. Three, two, two. One. Go. All right. So I've got. Tennessee. You can't see that. I, I can't yeah. see it. Okay. There you Ten. Go. All right. Yeah. Tennessee. Like the number ten, right? Uh, Peyton Manning, in fact, played at the University of Tennessee. Next Ooh. question. Where did Jay Cutler? Go to college. Know this. How do you know this, Shane? Don't worry about how I know it. Just know it's right. Because he's like the most popular player to come out of that. <laughs> he's the only. No, I know two. I know another guy. Like this. Yeah. All right. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> okay. Cam has Montana State. Shane had Vanderbilt. And. Dawson had Miami. Ohio. Ohio. My, my, Miami, Ohio. Miami is, in fact, Vanderbilt. But, like, Shane, like, that studying's really helping you, eh, Dawson? Wow. Oh, sorry, I didn't think to look up. Where did Jay Cutler go to college? Where did Michael Vick go to college? Oh, come on. Really? Dawson, you don't know this? No. Oh my god! If I haven't wa- if I hadn't watched the the Michael Vick thirty for thirty like ten times, I maybe wouldn't know this. But three, two, one, go! Oh, 
Uh, Shane and Cam both had Virginia Tech. Dawson had Georgia Tech. The correct answer is Virginia Tech. Fun fact, they almost went to Syracuse. Wow. Because Donovan McNabb. uh, Dawson was very confident. He has fallen to an early deficit. After round one, Shaner has three. Cam has two. Dawson has one. Let's move on. NHL. Trivia questions. Who was the first player to score a full-strength, short-handed, penalty shot, and open-net goal all in the same game? I don't know if he's the first, but I'm pretty sure he's done this before. Three, two, one, lift. So Dawson had Wayne Gretzky, Shane had Mario Lemieux, and Cam had Gordy Howe. The route is on. <laughs> Lemieux is the correct answer. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like Shane came into my room while I was showering and looked at all the answers. <laughs> all right. Okay, Dawson does not look happy right now. Dawson is very upset at the moment. Dawson, you're going to have to make a miraculous comeback. Who was the first player to score 700 goals? Three, two, one. Lift them up. Shaner had Gordie Howe. Yeah, you can't read this. Mine says Maurice Richard, but it's probably wrong. Dawson had Maurice Richard, and Cam had Wayne Gretzky. I guess Gordy won. The answer is Gordy Howe. <laughs> Shaner, we're doing all nine of these questions just because I want to see if you get them all right. Oh, that's a lot of pressure. Because, boys, it, it's al- it, I can almost say that it's almost over, boys. This is crazy. Five for five. All right, last question in the NHL. Who has the Drop third? a comment if you think Shane's cheating. <sighs> Who has the third most Stanley Cups won? We did second the first time. Now we're doing the third. Team or? Team. Which team has the third most Stanley Cups? I think Three, this is where I lose it. Two, one, Go. Dawson has the Bruins. Shaner has Detroit. Cam, the Leafs have the second. Cam, you're the only one who got it right. You're you're the only one who said. It's 100% Detroit. I know that for a fact. Correct answer. 13 and 11. Yeah. Is Detroit. And after two rounds, the countdown to a perfect game is officially on. Okay, well, you just jinxed it. Yeah, you did. Shaner has six. Cam has two. And Dawson has one. Bro, I am At least I knew that one and was just confused. I would just like to announce before we even get into NBA, we have an official winner. Congratulations to Shane. Shane could sit out the next three questions. He would still win. I dare you to do it. Which is crazy. But all right. NBA round. Kyrie Irving was born in what country? Three, two, one. 
Australia, Australia, and Australia. The correct answer is Australia. Next question. My phone turned off. Next question. Dominique Wilkins was born in what country? Three, two, one. Lift them up. Shane said Nigeria. Cam said France. Dawson said Croatia. <laughs> the correct answer is France. Congratulations, Shane. You made it through eight. No, I got it wrong. I know. Oh. Like you made it to eight. Um, if, if I'm going to be honest, I don't think – I'd be surprised if any of you guys got this one. So Before we go ahead with this, I just want to say it's the end of March Madness and you didn't go with the college theme for the basketball players. I guess. A little disappointed. That's all I'm going to say. All right. A little disappointed. It's okay. Last question. Who was the first NBA player to win NBA Finals MVP despite being on the losing team? Five, four, three, two, one. I don't know. Larry Bird from Dawson. LeBron James from Cam. No, sir. And nothing from Shaner. The correct answer was Jerry West. That does it. Shaner, now a two-time champion. I mean, two-time defending champion. Congratulations, Shane. You deserve it. <laughs> Thank you. That was uh, that was a. We might have to get rid of this segment because I, I know deep down Dawson's my biggest fan. I promise you, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh man, that. Was... You know what's the worst part? This segment was my idea. And you know what also is the worst part? Other than this week, I do well every week. And it doesn't matter how well I do. Shane just does one question better. <sighs> you had your chance to win last week. And yeah, you yeah. blew it. Yeah. Blew also, it the last. first week we went to a tiebreaker also. We did. And I went to a tiebreaker with Cam. Or no, he we won on the last know. question or something. I won that. All right. Don't yeah, try to strip my title. On the, la- on the last <laughs> question. Sorry. I'm not stripping shit. Okay. Yeah. Carry on. All right, Dawson. You're not the only one who hasn't won the NBC Trivia Challenge. <laughs> like, I haven't won it either, so. <laughs> you don't have to feel too bad about yourself. You're going to be demoted to host soon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, let's go to a segment that we debuted last week, and it's called Guess Who? For those who watched last week, this week we're going to do it a little bit differently. I came in with one name last week, and we figured that that was too short. So what we're going to do this week is every single one of us have chosen one athlete, and one by one, we'll play the game with our athlete. So everyone could play the game against everyone. I'll start. Uh, Shane, since you won, you go first. Then we'll go with Dawson and then Cam. 
Like I start with a question or I start yeah. with my player? Start with a question. I'll go with my player first. Uh, male? Yes. Football player? Yes. My voice cracked. My voice just cracked out. <laughs> Football player? NFL player? Yes. NFC? Yes. Currently playing? Yes. NFC East. Okay, like, no. But, like, okay, yeah, no, no. Does he currently play on a team in the NFC East? No. Okay. So he's played in the NFC East before. No. So why'd you have to second guess it? Because, like, it's, it's, it's hard to – I'm not going to say it, but – Okay, go. Well, he just said he yeah. played in the NFC East. No. It's your turn, Dawson. NFC West. Does he currently play in the NFC West? Like, is it a player? Hard. It is because, like, okay, like, is it a player? Yes, it's a player. Okay. So why are these questions confusing you? It's just because he's a free agent. Oh. So, so he doesn't play in the NFC. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I guess not. <laughs> I think okay. I know who it is. It's fun. Okay. Um, does he play offense? No. Does he play special teams? Fuck, I don't know. No. No, No. is he like a known special teamer? No. Yeah, okay. Is he a safety? No. Is he a linebacker? No. Mm. Is he a corner? Yeah. We're in the 20s. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, well, I'm lost. <laughs> so he's a, he's a corner whose number is in the 20s, you think. Should we just stop? No, absolutely not. Is it Richard Sherman? Yes. Let's go. That was, that was a good one. Quick thinking. That was a very good one. Yeah, that's why, because he was in the NFC West, but like technically yeah. right now he's not. Okay. But why'd you have to think about it when I said NFC East? Well, no, nah, because <laughs> you said NFC, and then like right when it popped in my head, I was like, "Okay, well, like I don't like I don't even know like what to say if they say it, you know." All right, I got, I got, I got mine. First of all, I won something, so let's go. Second of all, start guessing, Matt. You start. Is it a male? It is. Cam. Yeah. Okay. Uh, basketball player. No. Hockey. No. Football? Yes. Defense? This one's tough. What's that? Defense? No. Current player? No. Is he a quarterback? Was no. He a quarterback? No. no. Ask away, gentlemen. Five years? Uh, I believe so, yes. You said he was offense, right? I did. That's not your question, but... No. Is he a receiver? No. I have a name in my head, and I feel like... Take your chance. Take I don't want to guess. Buddy. Take a shot. Is it LaDainian Tomlinson? It's not. Fuck, you are frozen. Bro, I thought he was going to say it is. That was crazy. You, it is, you are frozen, Matthew. You cannot speak. All right. NFC. Did we guess NFC? So, sorry, just to confirm, he retired six years ago. Uh, we did not confirm NFC or AFC, no. 
NFC? No. At the time of retirement. Oh, did he stay with the same team? I guess that's two questions. Sorry. That is two questions. Okay, I'll take that question. Did he stay with the same team his whole career? He played his entire career with the same team, yes. In Matt, the, you're frozen, so it's back to Cam. In the AFC. Uh, in the AFC. Okay. Did he play in the AFC South? No. Interesting. He, I feel like I already asked this. Is he a receiver? Did I ask that? No, you did already ask it, so I'll let you ask another. AFC West? No. Yeah. AFC North? No. All right. So he's in the AFC East. It's been established. Offensive player, and he retired six years ago. He played for the Correct. Team. Not a quarterback or receiver. Yeah, I'm just going to say, is he a running back? No. Is he a lineman? He is, but it, you can make that face, but he's a, he's a lineman we all know. For sure. Okay. Oh, I think I know who it is. You definitely know who it is, and you're laughing, and I know you know who it is. <laughs> I, know who it is. I know who it is so much. Oh, man. Okay. I say someone take a shot. There's got to be like a, a time limit. The Brickishaw Ferguson. Correct! Do it. <laughs> there you go. All right, Kev, oh, let's not even, like, I, It didn't even pop in my mind. I had nothing. I didn't even have to <laughs> Right when he said Lyman. All, All right. right. Shane, start us off. All right. Uh, NBA? No. Is it a male? Yeah. NHL? Yeah. Well, boys, good luck from here. <laughs> Canadian team. No. Canadian player? No. Currently playing? Yeah. Holy fuck. So he's a non-Canadian on a non-Canadian team. Rocket trophy winner? No. Is he American? No. Is he from the Czech Republic? No. Fuck. Is he a defenseman? No. Is he Russian? Yeah. Does he have a dirty stash or beard? Mm, not that I'm aware of, but uh, no, no. Wait, he's Russian? Yes. Is he a, is he a goalie? Yes. Is it Vasilevsky? No. Frozen. <gasps> I don't know any goalies. You could have. You could have. You could have asked who it yeah, was. You could have guessed it. Yeah, I know, but it's fine. Who's a I, Russian goalie? I didn't think it was going to be Vasilevsky. I don't I, know any Russian goalies. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Just ask another question. Ask yeah, pick, a, pick an American team. Does he play for the Washington Capitals? No, he does not. No, well, I will give that to you because they have a, they have a Russian, Russian goalie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to... If this is wrong, <laughs> Matt, I'm sure you got it. I'm sure you got it. My boy, the best cop in town, Sergei Bobrovsky. Let's go. Why you have to be mad? <laughs> All right. I'm surprised Dawson got Washington without knowing that they have a Russian goalie. <laughs> you know what? I was thinking of funny goalies, and I was going to go with Brisgallo, but then I figured oh, there was no way anyone was going to get that guy. So I was oh. like, Evgeny Nabokov. That guy was nasty. 
All right, Shane, let's hear it. I hope it's not another hockey player. Who's starting? You. Oh, uh, is it a male? Yes. NBA? Yeah. Play in the Eastern Conference. He did not. Is he currently playing? Oh, wait, he did not. He did not play in the... Is he currently playing? No. Has he won? Did he win a championship? Yes. Was he a point guard? Yes. Is he Canadian? No. Did he win a finals MVP? Uh, I think so, but I'm, I'll check to make sure. Is he American? Yeah. Did he retire in the last five years? He did win finals MVP, and no, he has not retired in the last five years. So older than that. Older than that, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I really want to, like, make it, oh, whatever. Did he play for the Lakers? Yeah. Okay. Who's guessing? Yeah, you, could... you could guess if you want to guess. Magic? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to oh, guess. Great. That was going to be my next guess. Yeah. away. All right. Good segment, gentlemen. Good segment. All right. We've got two segments left. We're going to move on to everyone's favorite, and that's top five. If you watched last week, if you listened last week, we discussed our top five best jerseys in sports. This week, we're doing ugliest jerseys in sports. And everyone hated my list last week. Shout out to Marcus for the idea. I like this one. Yeah. Figured we kind of had to do it. Um, we got a whole lot of top fives lined up, uh, so just stay tuned. We're, uh, we're excited about this segment. Mm-hmm. But let's start off. Ugliest jerseys, number five. I have the Vancouver Canucks black jerseys with, like, the red. Like, and, like, the yellow. So bad. Oh, so Those bad. bad. Those are bad. Honorable mention, creamsicle jerseys. They're not in my top five worst jerseys. Ugliest oh, my jerseys. God. They're ugly. They're ugly. Oh, my God. Number four. The Red Wings reverse retro jerseys. You mean the Red Wings practice jerseys? They're so ugly. <laughs> so bad. Really? I felt like Adidas got it so right with those reverse retros on so many teams. and They were just so bad. Number know. three. What's up? I don't know. Like they're... They're not, like, nice uniforms, but I, I don't know. I wouldn't put them in top five, like, ugliest uniforms in all sports. So bad, in my opinion. Fair. I think it's not I ugly. It's just, like, I wasted potential. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what that, – yeah. Number three. I have the Montreal Canadiens striped pajama CAC like jerseys. I like those. Those are, those are ugly. Yeah. I like those ones. Those are ugly. They look like pajamas. They're ugly. Number two. Pajamas. Number two, on a hockey on a hockey rink, I'll, I'll prefer to wear an actual uniform. Okay. Number okay. two, the Pittsburgh Steelers Bumblebee uniforms. Those are sick. How are they sick? They're so ugly. What do you mean? They're classic. I hate those. Absolutely hate those. Oh, gross. Okay. Number one, the no. Green Bay Packers throwbacks. Like if the- that's not number one, a spoiler, if that's not number one on everyone's list, you're off the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you are off the pod. The, the brown helmets are just disgusting. They have a circle with the number in it. Oh, it's so bad. It's yeah, so yeah. bad. So bad. So bad. Yeah, great list, Matt, except for the honorable mention. 
Um, number Thanks, five. Bro. Thanks, I'm bro. Gonna, I'm going to get some hate for this. The Seahawks full lime, full neon. I don't like it. It's too I'm much. Right with you. You, you know I agree. You know when we were 13 and 14 and we were obsessed with lime green and like all that? Like it looks like a 13 year, 13 year old Matthew Campbell designed the Seahawks jerseys. Number four, I also have the Vancouver. Can- I put it down. Da- I put it down as Vancouver Canuck throwbacks, downward arrows, which is exactly what Matt was talking about. I think. Um, yeah. Number three is the Eagles throwbacks from like the twenties, the baby blue and yellow ones from the thirties. You guys have ever yeah, seen them? terrible. Those are pretty ugly. Yeah. Number two makes a very good case for number one. Um, first of all, I would just like to preface this by shout out to all my colorblind people. Um, if you don't remember, in 2016, when the Jags debuted their color rush jerseys against I forget who, and they showed what it would look like with someone who's colorblind, and it looked like the same team was playing against each other. Oh, no, it was the Jets and Bills. That was Jets and Bills. Oh, no, was it? Green and red. It yeah. was cool green. Oh, was it? Okay, anyways, that has nothing to do with that. Still shout out to my colorblind people, but the 2016 Jags color rush are disgusting. The puke yellow-brown with the ugly – Half brown, half uh, black helmets. They're awful. And then number one, as it should be on everyone's list, the Green Bay Packers throwbacks. Those are horrible. Horrible. Awful. I think we had four out of five together there. Um, at five, as the Eagles yellow and blue, they're only not higher up because I'm an Eagles fan, but I really hate those jerseys. I used to take them in Madden, though, just like mm-hmm. for shits, but terrible. Um at four, I have the Jags yellow color rush. Awful. They look like puke, honestly. Uh, yeah. Don't know why they'd wear those. Plus, those, their helmets had like the, the like black to to gold. The ombre effect or whatever it is, or gradient. Terrible. Awful. At three, I have the Packers. Um, those those throwback jerseys. I found worse ones, and I don't know if you guys have seen these, or if you guys have seen these in full. And number two, Michigan State football green on green. So what they have is like a, their regular green jersey, they have in lime green state in huge font letters written across here. And in that same lime green color that takes up the whole top half of their jersey, lime green pants. I, absolutely horrible. Ew. Um, so, yeah, th- those are at two for me. And at number one, I have the, I have the Canucks black. Those are bad. They are te- the, by far the worst jerseys I've ever seen. As soon as I saw Marcus's comment, I thought of these jerseys right away. I don't know why, but also ignore uh, that. So that's honorable a- mentions, very special honorable mention. I researched this when I was like looking at this. These are horrible. Yeah. For everyone at home, I'm showing like some Pittsburgh Pirates alternate that just has like a big ugly pirate on the front of it on a red jersey. It's awful, but um, I've never seen that jersey like in play, so I didn't put it. But very bad. All right, I went to. Uh... I didn't really have any that were the same as you guys, to be honest. Uh, at five, I have the New York Knicks City Edition, the black ones. Those are practice jerseys. Those literally look like practice jerseys. Um, that's all I have to say. They just look like practice jerseys. Uh, four, the Miami Heat City Edition, like the pink and blue. Those are pretty ugly. Not a fan. No. I, I hate when I they wear them. them on that court, though. I find it looks sick. I don't know why. You talking I, I, about the Miami Vice? Like no, 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 no. Miami Vice is sick. It's the ones they wear this year, it's like, like the pink, pink and blue. blue like yeah. it, it looks like it looks like a twelve-year-old 
team. Like, exactly. I'm going to say the Miami Vice ones are Miami dope. Vice are sick. I, yeah. I, I thought of that the other day. I regretted not putting it on my top five. At three, it's making a comeback this week. The creamsicles are on the list. That's disgusting. Like, you can't. Okay, I, carry, on. carry on. Carry on. Carry they on. They are horrible. Carry on. I get the whole, like, Throwback and everything, they're classic. Shane, they I don't care. I don't Terrible. care. About Terrible. Terrible. I don't care. Terrible. I'm with you, Dawson. Thank you. At two, I actually researched this today to find jerseys. It's the Broncos 1960 throwback oh, those, uniforms. Those are bad, too. These are horrible. These are terrible. Yeah, those are bad. That, that, Why would you wear this? like the Broncos. If I walked into the locker room and they told me I was wearing this, I would pull a Vontae Davis and I would retire at halftime. <laughs> at one, as it should be, like Dawson said, those Green Bay Packers uniforms. Those are horrible, and it's not close. I don't think there's ever going to be a uniform that I look at that's just not as – like that's just as bad as those Green Bay uniforms. So, Shane, just very quickly, you're telling me in the grand scheme of things – that the creamsicles are uglier than this. Yes. I, I, I don't know how you can it. win trivia because clearly there's something wrong in your head <laughs> that you. Okay. It's fine. I just know the stats. I don't know the. I don't know the jersey. Right, uh, carry on. Details. Oh, you guys like the Habs pajamas? Those <clears throat> no, are they're not. They're not nice, but I they're like not them. top five so ugliest. Bad. They're so bad. They're so bad. All yeah. right. They they don't they don't come close to cracking the top five for me. There's just way too many like horrible uniforms. Mm-hmm. I you guys gotta see these Michigan State ones. Let's yeah. move on. I'll, I'll pop it up on the screen, but uh, yeah, sound ugly. All right, well, let's move on to our last segment of the week, and that's our lock of the week in terms of betting. <laughs> this week, uh. It's kind of becoming a, a theme this season where the Oilers just put down a beat down on the, the Ottawa Senators. So I got the Oilers uh, taking it to the Sens on Wednesday. Money line. I am very excited, surprisingly, that baseball is back. The Blue Jays have a disgusting lineup this year. I'm very happy with that. And with that, that said, not necessarily something you can get a line on, but I have Mr. Vladdy homering this week. He's going to homer this week, once, maybe twice. That is my lock of the week of Laddie Homer. I feel like we've been going kind of easy, so I went with a little bit more of a toss-up. We've still... been going easy? I picked the Buffalo Sabres to win <laughs> my lock last week. But, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like I've been, taking the, I've been taking the easier ones. That was a hard one. I respect it. I also once took Jake Evans to score a goal, so <laughs> we're, we're kind of on the same page. That being said, I'm going with Vegas over the Blues on Wednesday. Lock it up. Also, just I uh, just want to show you guys this. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, those are horrible. Why is state so big? See? Which state? I, I remember seeing them live back when they, like, premiered them. Pretty sure they lost as well by a lot. I hope so. So, yeah. I would lose on purpose. I mean, Michigan State's not really good, so I don't think they can afford to lose on purpose. That's true. All right, we're going back to baseball. Thursday, April 8th, Blue Jays over the Angels. Fuck Mike Trout. Why? I'm, I'm just joking. <laughs> <There it is. laughs> he's a freaking sweetheart, and he's like the GOAT. 
and he's very good at top golf. Oh yeah, that was crazy. That crazy. Sling was crazy. Crazy. Yeah. That was bad. All right. Well, that does it for episode seventeen. God damn. Of the Nothing But Controversy podcast. Just a quick reminder: we post every Tuesday at five p.m. on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and if you'd like to see the full video, full of our visuals, the papers we throw up, the games Shame. we play, the visuals like the intro song. Whatever we got, go to YouTube at Nothing But Controversy and give us a like, give us a, a subscribe, comment, interact with us. We love it. If you ever have any ideas for segments or ideas to talk about stuff, let us know in the comments below. My name is Matthew Fraser Campbell, and I'd like to wish you a wonderful week. Take care. Subscribe, and Shane will give you a kiss. <laughs>